Yeah, 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 yeah. Kia, kia. Yeah, that's better. Kia. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's more like it, that's I think. <laughs> right. Are we good to go? Hell yeah. So what are we going to, So what are we doing? What are we doing today? <laughs> the top 10. So we're going to do uh this is going to be an episode 30, I think. No, 29 of the po- of the podcast yeah. and we're going to be doing um Charlie XEX's top t- so basically actually a bit of in- background information I was told that Jake here who's with me here uh, was one of the biggest Charlie XEX fans ever so I was just like let's get him on and we'll go through our favourite 10 episodes and that's going to be the episode hell for yeah, today yeah. <laughs> I don't know ever I don't want some super fans writing into the pod saying these guys know nothing about it well, I'll post it into the reddit afterwards and just see yeah just get, yeah, just yeah, yeah. there'll be so many haters <laughs> Like, these guys are morons. They have no intelligence. Where's Taxi? <laughs> well, it's... Deep you know, cut, deep cut. Oh, no. no, no spoilers. No spoilers, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Right, so, uh, do you want me to go first, then? Yeah, how do we do? We do one song each. We'll, I think we'll do... Yeah, because we'll, I won't go through the whole list, and then you go through yeah, the list. We'll, we'll, go, we'll just go... And Definitely. we'll talk a little bit about it. But actually, I was thinking before we begin, as like an intro. What do you like about it? What's your favorite? Oh, everything. I just think, like... Um, you see, this is the thing when I talk with Charlie Eggs, I get so kind of just like, oh my gosh, she's just so amazing. Yeah. But uh, if I'm going to be like real about it, I do think she's one of the most creative musicians out there, mm. uh, constantly changing things, like, but also just doing things differently, but also kind of remaining kind of at a mainstream level as well. It's yeah. kind of, it's quite interesting how she balances the two yeah, being quite different. And she's also just, lo- she just, she just seems like a nice person yeah. as well. Works hard as fuck, mm. constantly releasing stuff, constantly featuring on other people's work. Yeah. Um, I just think she's on real live as well. There's another thing. To yeah. Do. Have you seen her live yet? Actually? Yeah. I've seen her twice. twice now, yeah. yeah. I've only seen her twice as well. Um, but what do you like about her? Ooh, yeah. Sure. I guess my reason is that like, I love, like artists like her who you can really see their trajectory as their career moves on because like when she came out the gate her early work was kind of just more mainstream pop mm. music and as as she develops she's taking influence from like sophie who she worked with a lot or ag cook and you can really see that sound developing and it's kind of like you can see in not only in her music but in the collaborators she brings in you can see the kind of inception and development of like what we call hyper pop yeah, today yeah, yeah. like coming into formation as you like go through her discography so i think that's pretty cool but you sure you even see like the likes of like brooke candy i think is on mm. the very first album yeah. and how she, how much she's changed in the kind of it's 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 so cool they've kind of got this like almost like a collective almost the click Definitely. as, as, yeah, as, as, as yeah, you would say exactly <laughs> yeah like i guess it is the wider like pc music yeah circle or whatever you know but, but what's my, the song that got me into her was i admittedly it was probably fancy uh i was going, oh, out, with the girl, yeah. I was going out with the girl we loved that song and we were just in the, the car. that hook is really good oh the hook's great the, hook the, re- really the, the rest of the song maybe is a little <laughs> yeah 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 it's questionable did you see did you see at the time Ar- Ar- fantano reviewing it was hilarious because he's just like i never realized he goes did you know it's quite a uh, she uses a lot of like uh Afro ly- lyricism and stuff like that that no she just way. nicks. Yeah, and I was like, I never would have noticed that at all. He yeah. got a borderline racist, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there, it, it is a little bit appropriate or whatever because <laughs> yeah. she's from Australia. Yeah, yeah, I know she's, she I is. How is that? Because, yes, in the song, she's like, yeah, I'm in the club, blah, blah. And then in the interview, she's like, yes, so I'm just locked in a bit of music. Yeah, I'm like, well, how does, it... how does that work? Yeah, I, I, it would be funny if that happened with an Irish musician. Has it ever happened? No. Where they've just renounced their Irishness? Yeah, people people critique Reggie Snow for that, but I, I think that's unfounded. I think he sounds quite no, Irish. No, I saw Reggie Snow. I've seen Reggie Snow a few, t- well, three times, and I would you would know he's Irish. Even Definitely, just the way that yeah. he talks between songs and everything as Definitely. well. He's not, yeah. I think it's people... 
I, I think a lot of it is just there's haters contrarians contrarians yeah. and haters yeah. who are like because he was the one of the only Irish hip hop artists to blow up people are like well he's not putting on for the country <laughs> or whatever I remember he was watching him at EP to get sidetracked but just a quick Reggie Snow story where the camera you know like they were obviously cutting between cameras when he was in the tent and one of them was just of a girl's chest and then it just cut as soon as it was on the screen just cut up to her face then just went away <laughs> and we were just like caught rapid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah someone fired this yeah. uh, video guy he's too he's horny on the job <laughs> but sure like I'll, I'll start off okay so I'm I'm gonna go with um, for my number 10 one it's probably it's her newest song well one of her new songs is uh, Hot Girl Is I just and the only reason why it's at number ten at the moment is because I've just played it nonstop. Like, yeah. but it reminds me so much of her early stuff as well as kind of a new kind of like it reminds me of so it reminds me of the room yeah, room EP. Definitely is like, but that. it's like such a sexy and but yeah. silly song at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I love the the kind of like sing song chorus bit. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, or something. yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Do you see uh, bodies, bodies, bodies? I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Really I heard good, it's very yeah. good. Yeah, really, really good. And the songs used. It's only used in the credits, I think. But there might be another Charlie XCX song in the movie. I can't remember what what it is, but it is a really good yeah. song. Yeah, and as you're saying, you can definitely hear throwback to that era of production. But it's got like such a polish. Yeah, yeah. because you can tell that like with uh, the last album, Crash, it was there's definitely more money behind it. Oh yeah, and as well yeah. with the collaborations with like Tiesto and Joel Curry and stuff. She's definitely <laughs> moved into that echelon of like mainstream radio but she's always so. kind of had it she's like she's had like david gave and... a getter there's a song with mm. um what was it i'm trying to think of some other ones um oh shit i'm drawing a blank oh sure like there was a cardi b song and rita ora the oh, girl yeah, song yeah yeah that's um, true but um is it girls or boys i think it's girls, girls. Yeah. and then boys was another one. Oh, boys yeah. Is, yeah well we all know boys but, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know the, the the that song was written in collaboration with your man from the 1975 Boys, but, but no, not boys. The um, bodies one. The oh. it was working with George Daniel. No way. Yeah, supposedly. It, well, that's what I read today that he was working on. The, the two of them worked on it together. Oh no! Yeah. I, you know what? I've never gotten into the 1975. No, I, I've seen them live and nearly got kicked out of the gig. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another pod. I, I was like, oh, I won't. I won't. Well, no, actually, that's I, it. Yeah, that's okay. It. So um, Alice, you know uh, Zach's yeah. girlfriend, she was working at the Alice. merch stand, and I'd never really met her before. And Leanne wanted a T-shirt. The girl that I was seeing at the time. Mm. So I, she, I kept, po- and we were very, 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 very drunk. Yeah, and she kept I should get going which one and I hopped over the barrier and was like this one and then hopped back yeah which was not good that's a full path <laughs> right there I'd say and then it turns out when I went to pay for the t-shirt it turns out I had no money in my account oh, anyway which was pretty bad no that was, yeah. oh my god and then we were just the two of us were just a mess in the middle of the the arena it was in yeah, the yeah. arena and we're just basically get getting told to leave no very, please leave we very drunk um, and then we left and that was the night that I kept like tickling, tickling her at the side, and she's yeah. like, "If you do that one more time, I'm gonna box you." Now she was messing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I went, "He," and then she did that, and I took like one step away, and she fell oh, flat on her face no. and broke her two front teeth in half, the two oh, front ones. Oh my god! And um, your footwork was too good. Yeah, You're but here's the, here's the worst part: was there was a bunch of lads who saw it and thought that I hit her. 
So they came running over, no. and I was like, no, 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 no. At all, she's still on the ground. All you can hear is, oh, I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, It no. was a disaster. Then that we had to go to the hospital. Bad memories of the night. The then, hospital? then we had to go to the hospital, because we the, the ambulance picked us up, went to the hospital, and there was a lot, we were we were in the uh, waiting room for eight hours, yeah. didn't get seen the entire time we were there, and there was a lot just dealing heroin to everybody. These lads were just coming oh, in. Oh, my just, God. And he, came, he actually came over and was like, have you seen a bag of gear? And I was. I looked at him. and Was like, "What?" And he goes, "Have you seen a bag of gear?" And as soon as he said that, like, oh, I, no. I, I kept staring at him, like just looking back. And he was just like, uh, "He's like, what the fuck are you looking at?" I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, fuck. you asked me. Yeah, you I approached me. Called. I did call the guards on him. To be fair. Oh my but, but we god. But we never got seen. So Leanne had to go home with the two front teeth broken. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the hey, true HSE yeah. experience. <laughs> you don't get any treatment, but you can get heroin. All thanks easily. to the alcohol in the 1975. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does she have another song with Maddie Healy? They, she has a they had the No Rome thing, yeah, do you remember, yeah. which was not great, if I'm going to yeah, be honest. Yeah, it didn't, didn't make my list. No. Anyway, it didn't make my list. <laughs> do you want to go with your number 10? Yeah, yeah. So for me, num- my number 10, my first one on the list, uh, I kind of put it as 10 as a, as a cheeky little nod to the fact that it's like an amazing intro song to her self-titled but next level oh, charlie is such next a level good charlie. song <laughs> powerful it's like the perfect yeah. album intro in my oh, mind like it really just builds excitement from from beginning to end and it's one of those songs that just give you so much uh serotonin and you know one thing i was thinking about it too was like she's one of the only you, you notice this thing people critique people like lord or whatever for the singing cursive thing they're like i have an avocado you know oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Weird. like charlie is like one of the only people who does it in a cool way you know what I mean? She really pulls it off. Like <laughs> I, I wrote down the line here. Oh yeah, you know what she's like? In the rave, go forever and ever. I'm like, that actually sounds so cool. I'm probably peeking on the mic. No, it's all right. I was just checking to make sure that it was actually recording. It sounds, that, that sounds so good. Yeah. No, next up, this is the thing. I remember Zach actually put that put Charlie on uh, entire records on the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, man, what the fuck was that first song? I was just like, that's like peak Charlie. That's like the best Charlie intro. You, I think it is the yeah. best intro to any of our Easily. albums. Um, and he was just like oh I don't, I don't know just nobody's seen to vibe with it yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people but uh, it's just and it's only like it's like a minute and a 30 seconds I think and it yeah. just gets you just prepared Definitely. and then gone's right afterwards yeah. as well which is just fantastic what a one two but speaking of Tara it's funny that you mentioned that because I used to work there briefly as well oh, and I so did uh, yeah, Nick yeah. from the uh, Muddenhead my like musical collaborator and then I think I was talking to Zach about this before when the self-titled album came out there was a few like old men who came in and bought it and we're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, cover. I mean? it was for the cover. Oh, we realized yeah. because we were like, wow, this is it's cool that she's getting out to that demographic. I wouldn't have thought that they'd be in her wheelhouse. And then we realized like, oh, no, she's semi nude on the cover. There's like I a think. sex shop like 10 minutes away from there. <laughs> yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did. That was a real thing. I think maybe. That demographic of guys are just too embarrassed to openly get, you know, adult content. So they need to, they're like teenage boys. Like they need (laughs) to, because we had two other customers. One guy would come in every week and he was so excited for the release of the movie Hustlers. (laughs) 
And he had a really high voice. He's just like, Hustlers out yet? Hustlers, please. And we were like, uh, no. It reminds me of like, I, I was uh, only recently, it was on like, SN- I was looking at SNL on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, their top, I was like, what are the top sketches on SNL? Yeah. They're all horny based ones. Yeah. They, yeah they're yeah, all, yeah. All, all of them. I think the number one is like Hermione comes back from uh, a year uh, of school. And I remember that Lindsay one. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, and, yeah. and it is like, it's so, cr- it's such a, cr- it has yeah, aged yeah, terribly. Yeah. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's just YouTube. Because like, do you remember even the like majestic casual era of like house music? Do you remember that YouTube channel? They just compile like popularish SoundCloud house songs oh, and right, okay, to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But their like trick was they just have like a bikini clad yeah. woman, and it'd be like twenty million views. <laughs> but we had we had one of those at work when I was when I was working in an office. We put it on the TV just to have those. Yeah, and, like every time you ever so often you'd look down, you're just like. It's just a pair of tits, like it's like. Yeah. <laughs> maybe That's maybe I'm gonna try this to promote the music. I've never uh, had a nudie lady. I'm very chaste. My my musical image is very chaste. You know what I mean? I don't have yeah, a lot reserved. of sexual content. Exactly. So maybe I, that, that's what I'm doing wrong. But uh, do you know, yes. oh, no, that, what? that that album, the charity album cover, just one more t- 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 anecdote about it was I had it as a T-shirt. Yeah, and I was like this glow in the dark thing. And I wore it to work one day on Casual Friday. Hell yeah. And I remember just sitting down and the guy beside me was just looking at me. He goes, what are you wearing? I was like, this is Charity XCX. And he goes, she is naked on your, t- on your <laughs> yeah. shirt. And I was just like, no, she's not. She has these purple these, things cover these, yeah yeah these tentacles <laughs> are covering like, her these cannot, hentai style tentacles but nobody nobody else complained to me but he was like you cannot wear that to work really he's like this, this is a HR <laughs> issue to say the least oh what the heck so what what, what are we on now we're we, on we 10 so we're on 9 now go, go 9 yeah, so I so I the reason why I put this as 9 is because I was like I'm gonna get the big massive pop song that everybody knows out of the way because I have like yeah. even more of the deep cuts but at 1999 I'm gonna go at 9 yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just just a very fun song. Every time it yeah. comes on at a party, people are just like, "It's such good, such a good thing." And the video is fantastic as well, which yeah. perfectly goes into it. And Troy Savan is guest vocals. They just two the two of them complement each other. Yeah, great so well. Oh, on the track. fantastic really song. I wasn't a fan of two thousand and ninety nine. No, not as much. It's yeah, very strange. But uh, nineteen ninety nine, yeah. just no. Like, and every time I listen, just like. It's just it's like it's just a reference based on, and it's just it's just nostalgic yeah. as shit. <laughs> That's true. I was actually that that. I was going to put that on my list, but then it came on and I didn't, sadly, I'm sorry to reveal, but it came on while I was cycling over to the to this luxury studio <laughs> we're in right now. She closed those and, windows, actually. Fuck. Yeah. And I was just, it came on and I was just thinking like, oh my God, like, why didn't I put this on my list? Because it's just, an, it's such a fun track. It's one of the most fun tracks in your discography, I'd say. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Like it was between, I, honestly, it was between that and Boom Clap. Not to yeah. give any spoilers away, I was just like, just I was just like, they're just the two ones that everybody knows that are just super fun. I was just yeah. like, it has to be these. But no, every time I listen to ninety nine, even when I'm walking home or something, I'm just like, yeah, it just has that like great rhythm to it. That you're like, it's just a fun, bopping, happy song. Like, yeah, you know what I'd like to get the, um, you know, in the live performances, she does like an updated version of Boom Clap. Have you heard this? It's just like Boom Clap with 
production that suits the style of the rest of the set more. Why not notice this? I only saw it like a couple of months really, ago. Yeah, it's, it's subtle enough. Like it's yeah. not a huge difference from the original, but there's just like I just noticed a few changes, and I'm like, I'd love to get like a like boom clap 2022 yeah. or it something. Would because she does, she I think NME or something voted it as their as their favorite song. Uh, no, as her best song. Really? When when crash came out i think yeah when crash oh came out God. i think i think it was it was some magazine but nah, she was just like that's she was like it's not even fucking close to my yeah, best song that's like, pretty outrageous. it goes she was upset with the. she disapproved of the of the, the, of the ranking and it's just like yeah i would fucking yeah, too. yeah oh come on like how are they saying that's the best <laughs> i mean it's not bad it's it is a fun pop song I, it, it, for anyone else it would be a really good song but yeah. just that she evolved musically way, so much way it's the same thing as how like radiohead are like oh creep is too bad like pablo <laughs> honey era is too bad you know what i mean just because yeah. they experimented so much since then like it's not bad music it's just a lot more simplistic than what they went on yeah, to yeah. do no i completely agree do you want to give your number nine yeah yeah, yeah. so we're on number nine here <laughs> my issue is that i've made my list it's not ordered correctly. Oh, yeah, but here we go. Here we go. Because <laughs> I, I wrote out the songs and then gave them the ranking, and I'm too bad at telephones to properly. <laughs> but uh, I went for a, a little meme one here for nine. I hit them with Taxi. Oh, you got Taxi. That's a really fun <laughs> track, you know, and it, it's kind of got this lore in the fandom because it was she performed it a few times and it became a fan favorite, mm-hmm. but then it just kind of... Uh, it never came out for whatever reason, but I don't know why because it's... Do you know why? The I, because why? Um, somebody leaked the album that it was on. Oh, yeah. So she just just scrapped that it. That was she called just, like XCX World XCX World, yeah. Yeah, that would have been Bastard. amazing. Cause, yeah, <laughs> and it's just got that classic, like it's so... The production is so characteristic of Sophie, like her sound design. She's got all those kind of like rubbery synths. You're like... Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, they're kind of they're like um, what would the word? They're very abrasive, kind of like yeah. It's, it's not the normal pop to pop Definitely. kind of sound that you'd have. And you know? uh, I noticed a lot of her the sound design she uses. It kind of like it kind of emulates actual physical materials. Like she's got metallic sounds, like elasticy sounds, rubbery sounds. Like she she's really going the industrial route in that in a really literal sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know one thing that I've heard about Sophie that people have said. But I don't, I, I've never seen it like, I've never seen a picture of it to have it verified. But people say that when she'd come to studio sessions, she wouldn't work like on Logic or Ableton or whatever. She had like a box that she would bring that was like its own music production device. No what? one's like sure what it is. I saw Vince Staples talking about this. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. do, do Sophie and Vince Staples have a song together? Yeah, uh, she oh, produced. <laughs> She produced on Big Fish Theory. No, yeah, right. That's, that's one of my favorite yeah. Vince Staples oh, albums. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, right. With Kendrick on it as well. Yeah. So Sophie, Kendrick, and oh, Vince. Okay, I gotta give that a listen when we're done here. I think they might have had another song together, but they definitely have that one. And yeah, I remember Vince put up like a eulogy post when she died, and that was one of the things that not. Yeah, he was talking about. It. She's got this box that she brings to the studio. Oh, I wish there's no footage of it. I don't think so. No, oh, I don't think so. There has to be so somebody has to have something over yeah. working on it. But I think Taxi is a really good example of her like early production style. Like the what was it the product era? I think was the name of the releases she was putting out at the time. And it was just like yeah, it was really really fun, bubblegum that early PC music era. And then yeah, it's just an amazing track. And I think the fact that it hasn't been released has made it's it even more. Out legendary you know what i yeah. mean in the like everybody just wants to hear it and <laughs> apparently she's complained because fans are so ravenous to hear it well it's funny that she was complaining and then like before the ali pali gig mm. um which i was at she did a post where she was saying like does anybody have a copy of the song really of, yeah of the of, like an mp3 or something and when the gig finished and the lights went up and we're all told to leave 
I remember just taxi came on. I was like, uh, all you could hear is people screaming, "Oh my god, it's taxi!" <laughs> <laughs> so wait, she did. She didn't have the MP3 file. Something, I don't know. But That's she, pretty cool. She posted like a, she's like, and th- there was one where like over lockdown, she did like an online gig where, but it was like in my- Minecraft or yeah, something. Yeah, the hundred gex. Yeah, festival. yeah. I watched that. And she played taxi at that as well. I she think. did. Yeah, yeah. 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 I watched that live when it happened. It was very fun. I don't yeah. have Minecraft. No, neither do I. <laughs> so I would have like loved to have participated Ooh. and been there. But yeah, I was I was listening to uh, Sarah from Carol Carabinito like being interviewed recently, and she was saying that like they performed at the at the festival, but it was so sought after that they like made Minecraft accounts, but they couldn't get into the actual server oh, wow. to watch the the performance. Yeah, no, but I remember just watching, I watched a YouTube video of it and somebody had like this air, it was like almost like when you're at a, when you're actually watching a proper festival on TV, yeah. like Glastonbury or something, with this camera going, all these people just go crazy. You're just like, these are boxes. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my only like pleasant memories from lockdown was just sitting in bed and it was, it was really late by our time yeah, or whatever. Was, yeah, was, and so like my whole family were asleep, but I was just in my bed like, yes. <laughs> Because it was so cool. It was, who was it? It was Carol, Carol Benito, Charlie XCX, Hundred Gex. Um, there was loads of people at what are they called like Food House or some shit like that. Food House. I, I can't remember. <laughs> really enjoyable though. That was a pleasant, pleasant morning. I got to see Hundred Gex actually at EP. Oh yeah. Very interesting. But because I yeah. wasn't really aware of them, I just know. Um, is it Charger that they the Charlie has a song with? No, it's not Charger. That's Elio. No, it's um, ringtone. 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 Oh, the nice yeah. track. It's a lovely track. Yeah, but I went to see them. I was just like, "Fuck, this is strange music." But it was very good. Yeah, I saw them recently in Olympia, which was good. Oh, I'd say that was close because I'd seen them as well at Primavera this year. It seems longer, but yeah, it was this year. But uh, my phone got stolen during their gig, so it really, uh, you have put a terrible put a dampener. I do actually. Yeah, <laughs> it really put a dampener on the whole thing. But they re- it redeemed. They redeemed themselves for how good they were. They had like an interlude during the set where they just uh, like hit metal with hammers on the stage. I'd <laughs> <laughs> say so it was a real like um, the crowd. I, I like the crowd as well. It was a real like CEX t- employee oh, right. type guy crowd. I'm like, this rocks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're on number I think that nine? was well, that was number I. Yeah, that was my we're nine. On so we're on your eight. So yeah. uh, first, I'll, first song off the pop two, the famous pop two. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go with Out of My Head by Tovlo and Alma. Mm. simple pops on just very yeah. very chill to listen to um all vocal performances on it are fantastic but what i love about it, it's like what i love about that ep well it's a mixtape is that some of these songs are just have these crazy fucking like the songs like i got and stuff i just yeah. absolutely but then like that song out of my head is just very simple music do you know what i mean it's not this like full-on experience it's yeah. just just very good vocal performances and just a, just a lovely 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 little tune that's the second song on the mixtape the first one is the is backseat I think with Car- with Carter Oh yeah, it is yeah. actually. Yeah. But um yeah. yeah kind of just eases you into that. I just think it's it's placement on the mixtape is a beautiful but it's just a lovely song. It was that or Porsche was the was the two options. Yeah. Yeah. It's that and Tovlo or I think it's pronounced like Tuvalu. Oh, is it? Yeah, Tuvalu. Okay. It's really good like uh <laughs> 
really good vocal performance yeah. as always like i think she's kind of underrated and I, I like i haven't seen her go on to like that mixtape introduced like tommy cash dorian electra yeah. but i haven't seen Park. Lu- yeah <laughs> yeah which i think that's that's what, probably the dodgiest vocal performance on the album <laughs> from my opinion oh i was only saying it to shifa i was just like i love unlock it but yeah. god damn jay park and yeah. he, he is a bit you know there's a video of him talking about how the angels hate him Really? Oh yeah, there's a video it's of him talking about it. He's <laughs> rightfully so. He, he's a, it's a he, bad it's performance. Very bad. <laughs> oh, not the swag, Ray <laughs> And he's not a bad musician. No, no, I checked out his other music yeah. and it's good. It literally sounds phoned in. Like yeah, it literally yeah. sounds like he recorded the vocals through a phone, you know? Yo, I just get flashbacks to how bad it is. Because I was going another little spoiler. Uh, all right, I'll say Unlock It didn't make it to my list. It almost did. But I was going through everything that I had on, trying to remove one because they had eleven. I was like, "Oh, what yeah, will yeah. I get rid of?" And all the other ones on my list, I couldn't critique them. I couldn't think of a way that they could be improved. But for unlock it, I was thinking I have two critiques, which is that obviously that verse could be improved, yeah. and then as well, I think they that like Kim and Charlie's vocals sound so similar, like they have really similar ranges and similar tones of voice. That I think the production should have switched up more for Kim's verse to like differentiate their parts a more. Few, maybe Charlie has a few issues with that. Sometimes they just have maybe just maybe just a little bit too yeah. much auto tune or something where they just kind of blend. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I'd, he, like oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I just blanked. Doesn't about the, about unlock it maybe. About no, I don't the, think uh, it was. Unlo- I think it was something about, about Adam Jay, my head. or about how the angels hate him. <laughs> you know, you know those memes like. Do you remember like that meme? Where it's like a porn ad, and it's like doctors hate him or whatever. Oh, yeah. the one, it's like angels hate him. Picture of Jay. Uh, I feel sorry for him, but like it is. It's a, It's not a good. It's not a good verse. No, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, you know, one thing that annoys me about it is that. The opening reference where he's like, unlock the swag, Ray Shremmerd. I'm like, that's so corny to reference a song that was like out at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's referencing a classic track. Not even a a memorable or great song. It's a a mid song from the same era. I'm like, you can't open your verse with that. Just come on. Cheating. Yeah. So that's number eight. That's weird. You know, I'm going to actually start reminding myself of the song as we play because I genuinely threw a blind I was like I have out of my head but I was listening to today and just completely forgot how it went out of my head out of my head out of my head yeah please get out of my yeah that's a really really good oh yeah come on doing all this stupid shit I just yeah. that part is fact the, the, the way that it like, kind of crescendos at the end with all yeah. with all three of them singing is fantastic oh, but, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah it is really good I she she's really strong in, on those type of ensemble mm. tracks like a lot of them on my list are like posse cuts or yeah. tracks. Not to, not to give another spoiler. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> but will I hit him with number number You're number eight. eight. Number eight. Um, let me see. So number eight, I've gone with. Oh, actually, that just ties into what we're talking about there. Um, new shapes, which similarly oh, is like a trio kind of vocal. Which was, you know, she's got Caroline Polachek and uh, Chris from Christine and the Queens. And uh, yeah, I was actually struggling. To be honest, I wasn't. Crash isn't one of my favorite of her no, albums. Mine either. But I kind of wanted 
a track from it just because I, I did enjoy it overall still and I thought it deserves a nod and I th- for me I think this is my favorite song on Crash I'd say not was, used to know me <laughs> yeah you used to know me <laughs> oh you used to know it was great <laughs> it is good but one I, I, I wasn't sure about sampling Robin S show me love because it's been so done to death you know what I mean but it is really good yeah the other one is a, Sorry If I Hurt You is a song that was on that album that was on the deluxe version yeah and I was like this is a great song why wasn't this on just the regular <laughs> yeah, version yeah, there was yeah. like four songs there was a, and there was like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday oh maybe that would have been on the original one mm. but there was, there was like four songs that were added in I was like why weren't they on it anyway sorry yeah. yes uh, sh- New Shapes New Shapes really good it's got that nice kind of 80s synth pop vibe going on and of course like Caroline vibe to it almost yeah. yeah and Caroline always comes with those like beautiful ethereal almost like operatic vocals you know what I mean mm, I know exactly what one you mean one thing that I think really suited uh, Chris from Christine the Queen's vibe was they always kind of give me like Michael Jackson kind of vibes to the performance you know what I mean like vocal delivery and stuff and but, then but even the way they move if you exactly, ever see them yeah. you ever see them perform they, they move like Michael Jackson like Definitely, in terms yeah. of the dancing and all yeah. yeah and they just I think the production on the track really suited their performance because it kind of had that Terry Riley like New Jack Swing vibe with the, the gated reverb on the snare and everything mm. you know so it kind of suited that like 80s Michael Jackson era <laughs> type performance and I think it's like that's another track that the producers I think really do justice on the posse cuts where they slightly alter the production for which vocalist is coming on you know what I mean like to suit it like it, yeah. it's not just each person going over the same instrumental they're really good at tailoring it to the to the guest feature and yeah. I think that that's kind of what makes makes the posse cuts so cohesive like it would be really difficult I would say when you're making an album like that to bring in so many disparate collaborators and have them all sound at home on the track but for the most part I think they do an amazing job but, but also even like three very distinct singers like they all have a yeah, very distinct vocal style yeah. to have them all like amalgamate into this one song that actually sounds like they're they're each doing their own part yeah you know there, there's nobody outshining each other in it definitely they're all not kind of, yeah. yeah yeah so I'd say yeah that's my number what are we on that's number that's s- eight I think yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's uh Let's hit him with seven. Seven. We're so, getting to the big leagues now. So seven. Uh, the first. Well, no. Wait. Did you have a Sophie song on? Yes. Oh, Taxi was Taxi, a Sophie. Taxi. Yeah. yeah. So I roll with me, oh, which yeah, is just yeah. such a ridiculous song in mm. in all the best ways. Because it starts off like this, like it's just such a kind of a, almost like a teeny bopper type of song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then like the, it just crashes into this like big fucking heavy yeah. bass thing. You're just, and then it, and then it just goes back into pop. Like it's, mm. it's just one of these songs that I remember the first, actually the first time I heard it was because I was going through, you know, you see what people are listening to on Spotify. Yeah. And you were listening to it. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, you know, once again, not giving anything away, but this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, it's such yeah. a good song. I love that pitched vocal that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Another one of the car themed, well, it's not really yeah. a car. Yeah, like she has vehicular. a lot of, she has a lot of vehicular. Uh, in the music. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's one of my favorites. And but I remember like the first time I heard, just even just how catchy it is. Like, do you want to roll with me? Do you? Wanna roll? And then they just say yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. <saying>, yes. <laughs> I think in our discography, that uh, number one angel is like one of the most underrated. Oh, severely underrated. Releases definitely because that was kind of like the first tell of her transition or shift towards more electronic influenced yeah. and like PC music influence. Did did the EP like was it five in the morning that EP and then pop two or was it after number one angel because it, it, it like she changed very so like like sucker mm. was very different to number yeah one. you would i would never have thought the trajectory of trajectory of definitely where not, that was yeah. going to go when i was listening to sucker yeah although there was some elements of it like um that song with rita aura uh oh my god what's the one it's about one going out oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. that kind of maybe is like maybe it's like oh it's not just going to be like a kind of like a all alt rock all yeah. pop rock album and then fuck and then it's suddenly just this mad music that i'd never even li- yeah dabbled yeah, yeah. in before at all yeah know? i think it was um i think true romances maybe fits in better with the rest of her discography than sucker yeah sucker has kind of seemed like more of a like finding herself yeah. moment or whatever like she's trying to decide which direction but i think once she got locked in with like ag cook and sophie and stuff she just kind of found her perfect sound yeah, like yeah. she was just at home then from very good at it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's really really impressive and I, I think at the time like i had heard of selfie a bit and some of the pc music projects like do you remember cutie that project oh hey cutie oh yeah say? i was a big fan of them of, the, of those projects at the time but then to me it was yeah it was just baffling to see because I thought of Charlie XCX at that point as just like the boom clap girl. So, you know, I was like, why? How are these two worlds crossing Break over? the Rules was the other one that I was associated with. They're like, I don't want to go yeah. to school. Yeah, like exactly. That. But yeah. it was really exciting to see somebody that at the time would have thought of as in the more mainstream pop lane, giving a chance to these really creative and like <laughs> eccentric producers. Yeah. Why are they considered mixtapes, by the way? Because they feel like albums when you listen yeah. to them. Like, there's a lot of her own songs on it. Like, I know there's quite a few features on it, but I don't understand why it's a I mixtape. I actually have no idea. I think it really is just essentially down to the taste of the artist. Like, yeah. if they feel that it's enough of a thesis statement to be an album. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think as well, like, even for my, my own releases, it's like things that I don't ha- want to put as much financial or time resources into you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. just to not you know not so you'd still have the momentum going towards an album you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i think i think that's usually kind of the case yeah well what did what, what, what i'm why am i drawing so many blanks no it's all good what, it's what's, all good. what's uh what's your next one yes <laughs> so we're on number we're seven. on number seven Number seven. We haven't actually had that much overlap. No, we haven't. Now, I'm surprised. I thought, I thought we'd have. More. I thought we'd have. Like for four, like I'm four songs in now, and I thought we would have had at least one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for number seven, once again, it's like a recurring theme on my uh, on my list. It's like a posse cut. Shake it. From the oh, fucking really great good. song. <laughs> That's some of the most like ex- eccentric, cool production out of her whole discography, which is just it's all amazing. But I think that vocoder. On the chorus is really, really exciting. It's just mixed amazing. Be purging shit, never nervous, bitch. I get on top of that dick, shake it like turbulence. You haven't heard. 
the bass is so powerful and it's just like a it's like an all-star cast of yeah who's on it again actually cupcake big frida pablo vitar and charlie which is like that's like the all-star list of her frequent collaborators when she collaborates with pablo vitar yeah Uh, flash pose did you ever listen to that yeah that's really good yeah sexy (laughs) (laughs) that's really good but i think cupcake as well is just so funny and like yeah what's just so charismatic and then once again like another vince staples she makes a vince staples reference on the song she <laughs> says pussy needs staples like she like she fucking on vince <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and then uh, that's another example of the production molding to each uh, each performer because it's like i know cupcake's kind of the bridge between the two but for big frida it's like Big Frida's style, it's like New Orleans bounce style instrumental, mm. and that transitions into a more like exciting, dramatic, maybe like Bailey Funk style for for Pablo Vitar. Like it's really cool how they can shift the song. And, in, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it still sounds like the same song that it exactly. is when it was It's really yeah. baffling how how it can be done. But who produced that one actually? I don't know. Actually, maybe Ag Cook. Maybe, yeah. maybe, but. uh <laughs> I think I'd say AG Cook. Let me Google. But yeah, really good. And that song, Pablo Vitara, uh, Flash Pose. That's such an addictive song. Oh, I remember the first I the first time I heard that, I was coming home in a taxi very drunk. And as soon as I got out, I went to get like a Kit Kat or something at the um at the petrol station and it just happened to be in new releases. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I swear if somebody was driving by on the Slorgan main road at like three o'clock in the morning, they probably saw me just like this. <laughs> <laughs> just, just going mental. Like, like yes. <laughs> yeah, it is AG Cook who produced. They had an outfit like that in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's AG Cook produced that one i think ag is so it's is so lovable it's what so cool. ag is so cool you even like, just look at him you're just like yeah. i want to know you <laughs> yeah he, he pulls off like he's the only guy who could pull off that, that look yeah. so well like the the how would you describe that it's not quite a mullet it's more of a maybe a shag do yeah it's just it's i remember seeing the first time i was just like oh my like and i didn't know him so i was kind yeah. of like and then as soon as you kind of like know of his work you're just like oh that's actually the sickest haircut <laughs> yeah 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 really really good <laughs> so i think yeah he he's almost as much of a innovator of the sound as like it's like i guess the the, the holy trinity of the sound production wise would be like him sophie and then danny harrell as well would be the big three i guess you know well sophie for sure has to be it yeah. i'd say yeah she's obviously the pinnacle innovator but i think the three of them are kind of i think they're all college friends the three of them really yeah that's how they kind of got together and and worked on the same they all went to goldsmiths i think in london the art college yeah yeah oh wow i never knew that ever (laughs) yeah i think so so it's kind of cool actually that they could link up like that yeah because it must have been like it must have been a career of like 10 years for sophie yeah, and I mean, they're n- none of those three are much older than us. They're no. all within like oh, two don't or tell three me that. years. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they're they're all within like two or three years older than us. I think. I know Charlie's like Charlie's August, and that I think because she has a birthday very close to mine. I think yeah. she's the, we're the same age. That's flipping crazy! Yeah. Oh my god! Because yeah, it feels like she's been in the game, but I guess she was almost like a child. Well, she was doing raves, I think, like, is how yeah. she started off. And her parents had to drop her off yeah, to rave yeah. and then watch it and then take her out when they were over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy to think she's been around that long, that influential. Like I saw his concert recently. It's a similar thing with Young Lean, where he seems like he's been ubiquitous for so long, but he's like younger than us. I think he's like 25 or Jesus something like Christ. that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I saw him in the Twisted Pepper in like 
2013 or something and he wasn't old enough to be pl- to be in there to but he's drinking, performing yeah. yeah he was like 15 <sighs> performing in the game i remember i brought i brought um owned a forge to see um alien weaponry who are this band yeah. from are they from new zealand but they're like they're, they sing in Mary. They have a lot of Mary influences oh, cool. and stuff. But they were like it's thrash metal, I suppose. But they were fucking. I think they were celebrating one of their 18th birthdays there. No and they were on a world tour. I'm just like, this is de- <laughs> this is depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty surreal. <laughs> it's pretty surreal. Did you ever see the videos of Logic rapping in rapping in a basement at 13 with just no all way. these all these men around him? <laughs> This kid's amazing. Yeah. What a talented kid. So weird. <laughs> yeah, there's a few stories like that in the music industry. And like it rarely ends well, I think. But in Young Lean's case, well, he kind of did have a little tragic era there where he had like he was hospitalized, I think, in a, in an asylum and oh, his manager died in a in a track. So he, he it didn't end too well for him. But I think Charlie is like the best case scenario for being oh, a young musician. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she seems pretty well adjusted and, and nice. Like she doesn't seem to have much issues outside of, you know what I mean? No, outside. like her fans can be a fucking pain in the hole. <laughs> yeah. <though. laughs> yeah, that's not her problem. That's just flipping maniacs. Some of the some of the, the, the criticism on Crash is like, is like she's got mainstream. And it's just like she hasn't re- like she has, but like she's yeah. still songs on it that you won't get from normal pop songs like yeah yeah, um still really creative and impressive music (laughs) it's not like she's ditching all her old stuff either like yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so do you want to hit him with number i'll hit him with number six yeah Yeah. so it's it's, number six is actually also off number one angel um Mm. i think it's the song that opens is dreamer yeah um which is an aj cook song he produced that as well yeah Again, it's just the the just the the fucking. It's actually to be honest, this one is really like the production on it with the kind of just repetitive. I'm a dreamer, st- and those big fucking heavy bass tones yeah, that come in yeah. in a sense. It's just I think it's one of the it, like next to next level Charlie. It's one of the better beginnings to a thing. It just Definitely, sets you up. Yeah. I think I think it does start. Yeah, dreamer compound version. I think is yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, it's just such an addictive song, and it's just that those kind of like um, I don't know what they're they're doing. The kind of wow yeah, coming yeah, at the yeah. back. I just love that sound that's yeah. in it with with Charlie's vocal, which is quite. It's there's such a twit. There's like a, obviously a, like a twinge to. It. It's not her actual vote. There's a yeah. ton of shit on it. Like you're mm. the music. I don't know what those stuff. Well, are. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But it's just yeah. I just think it's a song that just sets it right up. Fantastic. I just it's very addictive. I just love it. Yeah, and th- once again, it's like I don't I'm know why that that number one angel isn't like beloved More, as yeah. much as the other. But like it's it's quite because I remember hearing it the first time and like as a pop song it there's just so much in it. Do yeah. you know what I mean like you normally have these kind of very simplistic almost repetitive beats which it does have but it has it's a very loud kind of song and I remember saying it to a friend it was like why do you like Charlie's music so much and it was like but like being that like I, like for anybody who hasn't listened to before I'm a huge metalhead so but mm. I was just like I think what I like about Charlie is just how much yeah. noise is in the stuff Definitely, but as well yeah. as being kind of like just a, like a, like a fucking bop as well yeah. i think that's what kind of drew me to it first and dreamer is a prime example of that like it is a loud 
yeah, like a bunch of stuff it's in it. The heaviest pop music yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> you can get, really, you know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's definitely similarities in a lot of the production in some ways. Like some tracks like uh like a lot of selfie snares are so like metallic and aggressive, mm. it almost does give it like you can see maybe a resemblance to metal in some ways like a know? nine inch nails thing at least yeah like, uh, yeah definitely but, uh, yeah i guess that's a bridge between like industrial and, yeah. and metal or whatever yeah that makes a lot of sense but so number six yes i think i'm going with anthems off, uh, now, which, is that our first overlap no nah, i've had one. Oh, you've had one okay yeah, okay yeah. But that one is <laughs> is amazing. It's so powerful. It's so fast. It's so that and that's another one that's like very noisy and aggressive. Very noisy. Really it could almost be a rock song. It like, definitely yeah, yeah, could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love I love that lead synth. It gives me like the rude sandstorm type oh, vibes yeah. almost. And it's like the only, it's one of the only Charlie songs that you could imagine like geezers chanting in like a football match. And it's short and to the point as well. It's only like two minutes long. It's just bang, 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 bang. It's my number six, by the way. So, or no, it's my number five. So we'll just continue on. I saw an interview where she was talking about, um, she, she, she wanted a song to capture the vibe of the film Project X. That's yes, I just <laughs> I, I read that today. Have you see, I, I actually, to be honest, I haven't seen Project X. Oh, have you not? No, is you're it missing out flick? on so much. Is it a good? Ah, it's, it's worth a watch. It's, it's of its time. Like I remember, yeah. like we went to see it when I was like sixteen or fifteen or something, yeah. and I was just like to my friends afterwards, I was like, "Do any of you want to take ecstasy? Because that's the only <laughs> that's like the only thing that I got from that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems very <laughs> it, enjoyable. It's the most glorified, really? glorifying drugs film I've ever seen. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. And I guess it came out at just, we were the same age as the characters. I don't know yeah. why I haven't seen it because it was like the per- we were the perfect age. I think to the, the main it. song from it was Steve Aoki and Kid Cudi, um, Pursuit of Happiness, happiness. and then there was a. Uh, uh, Pusha T and Tired of the Creator was used in it as well. It had a very oh, good, yeah. had a very of its time soundtrack, but it's, um, yeah, like I, I think it's the, it starts off with, I just wrote a song that wanted, that I wanted to get fucked up to, I think. Yeah, kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. And once again, that's Dylan Brady from Hunter Gex produced Is that it? one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that explains a lot. Yeah. And that was a lot, Hunter Gex, I think, and particularly Dylan had a lot of production on how I'm feeling now, I think. Mm. She was made in, what was it, 30 days, I think was the goal, was to make an album in 30 days from start to finish over COVID. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're very kind of like they're the songs that are on it are just these quite they're because they're only like two two and a half minutes I think max but they're the the style of them is quite yeah hundred gexies if that makes sense. definitely yeah <laughs> really enjoyable really fun track I think yeah it's so energetic I I just wish she played it live like as I said it's my number yeah. five so we're just going to continue talking about it. but it was like, like when I remember hearing it the first time. It was like in this room, pitch black on there at like during lockdown and just wanted to be just like, I just want to go out with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, during lockdown, I was, I was really became even more obsessed with it. Yeah. And I would watch that video of the pop two debut gig in London. Do you I've see never that seen that actually. Really no. good. I've I watched that. that. It's like a full concert. 
performance like professionally shot or whatever. Oh wow, so, is it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Maybe not professionally shot, but it's like the audio from the desk yeah. anyway, and it's like cam- good cameras capturing it. But it's really enjoyable and it's exciting, and it's like you get a little backstage glimpse before of her and like ag preparing <laughs> to perform and they, she brought loads of guests i think kim petrus was definitely there cupcake was there i think it was really like nice lineup i need really to good. see it i need to watch that yeah but uh, yeah no just with like one more thing with anthem like that kind of uh when it goes yeah and just the fucking yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just it's just one of the and as he said that that it's just yeah. a fantastic just upbeat just fast as shit so i yeah. was so surprised when it came in because like a lot of them were kind of uh very like forever kind of had this kind of like, they were very kind of spacey yeah. songs almost and then this one comes in and I was like this is like fucking almost like ferocious levels of just yeah like, <laughs> and that's really really aggressive the snare on that's really yeah. aggressive you know saturated metallic <laughs> powerful really good uh, so that that was also your number that's five? my five yeah oh so, so, so now we're on to my now you're five, on to your five. <laughs> uh yeah, we might have overlap with this Wait, again. Uh, Girls' Night Out. You know, no. Oh no, that I I do love that song though. Yeah. Um, that's oh, that's a fucking bro. That's on the that's on the is that the one on the EP that had um five in the morning on it? It was it was during I think that phase. So. Where I actually don't the remember orange cover. It from. Yeah, it's an orange cover. Yeah. Actually, fun I fact think. about the orange cover. Um, you might you probably know this right. Charlie has synesthesia, so all ah. her so all her covers are designed around what color she sees. When she listens to the no piece, way. yeah. So that's that's where all that came from. That's why they're all very distinct. That's such a cool condition. I know. Yeah. I got so many uncool <laughs> conditions. Why couldn't I have got flipping that one? You know what I mean? What the hell? I'd love to know just what it would to experience what it actually looks like. Yeah. Like to see colors with but from music and sounds and like stuff. Like I definitely, I think everybody, I, I mentally obviously associate certain sounds with certain colors, but. For synesthesia, is it like they're literally literally seeing, seeing colors? It's it like I remember like hear. David Hockney was describing it, and he has synesthesia, and he listens to opera while he paints. Yeah, and it helps him form the colors that no are in, way. and he just sees these like rotating things. Like I'm I'm assuming it's not like these fucking like giant beams come in. I think yeah. it's like these kind of like do you ever see when you look? I don't like I don't know like floaters. And yeah, your eyes type thing. Maybe, like when you see so, like yeah. white blood cells, you know, when you look up, you yeah. see it's kind of. I think I would imagine it's kind of something like that, but I don't know. But um. Is that what you're seeing? White blood cells? That's white blood cells, Damn. yeah, once you look at yeah. I've always had, like, I, I, I see, like, green circles when I close my eyes, like, neon green circles. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've always had it as a kid. Hmm. When I was a kid, I was like, am I a robot? Why? <laughs> Is this, like, binary code or well, something? It's like, I used to, the, I get, if I rub my eyes like that and then stop, I get these, like, black, just dark blue kind of things, but yeah. you're obviously not meant to rub your eyes like that. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, would not song, recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Girls' Night Out, really good. Once again, Sophie production. Like I was about to say, Sophie is overrepresented in the list. But like, how could she not be? You know what I mean? She's the most legendary, amazing producer. Of course, her songs are gonna tend to be the better ones. Like you know. <laughs> So it's just so amazing. It's like really cool. There's really interesting instrumental choices too. Like it's got that kind of driving drum beat and like 
pad synth, but it's there, there's a cool xylophone sound in the chorus that I noticed. They're like, it's a strange. It's, it's definitely a strange kind of the, the production. I wouldn't know where to begin on what actually makes up it. <laughs> yeah, and similar to the first one, you picked Hot Girl. Is it? Hot oh, Hot Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to that, it's got the. Um, it's got kind of like a nursery rhyme yeah. kind of vibe, but like a no boys, no boys. Type <laughs> yeah. that, which is cool. And it's one of the songs actually where I know, I, I know it's so evident when you listen to her, but for some reason I always forget that she's English, I guess. Cause of the subject matter. Charlie's English? Yeah, I kind of forget oh, it. I, I, I always find her very English. I think that one, it's even more evident that she's English. I don't know why. I think it's just the subject matter is kind of, seems more not american necessarily but just more there's not a lot of like references to location or whatever oh that, yeah it's that's more just, a good point yeah yeah i don't know why but I, like obviously she does sound english but that one i kind of she, it's she's it's real it's more like maybe a spice girls influence or something more so than other <laughs> tracks that's just like a real fun well, pop she was song. a spice girls fanatic oh really yeah oh yeah, yeah, then yeah. you can definitely hear yeah she that was one. a spice yeah. girls fanatic she's like i remember her talking about it. she said that they were like her big biggest inspiration. i think emma bunton is the one no no but she is, a, I'm thinking of some somebody else, but she is, a, she was a huge Spice Girls fan. Huge Damn, yeah. Spice Girls fan. I dabbled in them. I wasn't a huge fan necessarily. I saw Spice World in the cinema. Did you actually? Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't really like it though at the time. I was like, this is shy. What age were you when you saw it? Uh, maybe like four or five or something oh, right, like okay. that. Yeah. I just remember there was a video of them performing with Barney. I remember from when I was uh, younger. I would have, I was a big fan of him. Yeah, of his. I loved Barney. He was good. I saw him perform in Disneyland as saw, a kid. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that was sick. Barney was in Disneyland? Universal maybe you, was. Yeah. Would it be? Yeah, Universal, I yeah. think. Barney was a sicko. <laughs> he was so... Yeah, he was talented. Yeah. Nice songs, too. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one? You never let the water... <laughs> Were you a Bear in the Big Blue House fan? Huge. Yeah, yep. You know one thing that blew my mind when I look back and saw it? What? Um, Shadow is Irish. In in the show? In the show. No, I never noticed really? it. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, Jesus, bear, no, you've, you've cut me no. I mean, yeah, I was literally, I swear to God, I was just, I just randomly watching a clip on YouTube, like I was just like, oh, I want to check out Bear, see what he's up to. Shadow is Irish. <laughs> he's like, hi, Shadow, and she's like, ah, oh, Jesus, bear, how are you getting on there? I'm like, what the fuck? Because I just never noticed. I think as a kid, you just don't pay attention to that, like, just like, like every, people are just people to you, like accents, yeah, yeah. you don't think about that much, you know what I mean? But I was just like, what? Shadow is Irish. <laughs> this is baffling. That is so strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what the name of the voice, the lady who did, did the voice, but yeah. She sounds kind of like she's one of the cores. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Arden's premier pop outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a little Caroline Polachek connection with the chorus. She is did. there? Yeah, she covered... Um, Breathless by the chorus. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I have to give that a go. Because my aunt's ex-boyfriend, uh, shout out to Keith if, you, if he's <laughs> listening in, he played uh, bass on Breathless. So he was saying he got some residuals from on the publishing end from oh, nice. Caroline's uh, cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's> connections. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. He's, he, plays, he plays with Boyzone as well. All, oh, the best, wow, okay. all the best yeah. Irish man. <laughs> Keith Duffy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, his name is also Keith Duffy. Oh, is it actually? This, this guy, yeah, yeah. So he's in the band. There's two Keith Duffys in this group. It's outrageous. Uh, I just, I'm just getting, every time I, I think of Keith Duffy, I just remember the time when I was watching Love, Hate and he appeared mm. in one of it's the like scenes. He's a gym as, owner, He's a gym's drug yeah. dealer, I think. He just <laughs> deal drugs. So I was just like, well, what the, the fuck? The best actor. <laughs> I think Love, Hate was, um, 
at the time I thought it was really good, but I'm rewatch. I'm like, this is so, so bad. It's so bad. Do you remember bad. like the Irish media would like compare it to the Sopranos? Yeah, it was nothing close to the fucking Sopranos. No, no not even in the it same. Was, it, well, oh, I remember because my my dad is quite religious, and he has a friend of his that's a priest. Um, yeah. Father Connor, lovely man. Mm. But um, he came over one night, and do you remember? I don't know if you remember when Love Hate was coming out. It was one of those things like, oh, we all sit down and watch Love yeah, Hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite was, the fact it that was. it was this like superly <laughs> yeah. violent, but the episode that we had the priest over at was the one where it does the montage of the girls sleeping with. She's a sex worker oh, sleeping with yeah, yeah, all the yeah, fat, yeah, ugly yeah. men, yeah, <laughs> and it oh, went on no. for ages. So we're all sitting there just watching this episode oh, with the, and my, <laughs> the priest next to me is just like. I'd never that this is one of the worst <laughs> this is one of the worst moments of my entire life. <laughs> no way. Oh my god. Yeah, it wasn't great. That was yeah, that was I think one scene that really stands out as bad in Love Hate is uh do you remember the wedding dance? I was just thinking. I was just thinking the fuck, fuck the, the walk down. That like that was. It's. I know there's one in the office as well. Yeah, they do one the, and it, totally. It was, it was but it was. Why the fuck was it in Love Hate? <laughs> that <laughs> this was nitty extremely. gritty gangster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> extremely odd series. Like what? Like, that's the thing. They just couldn't really pick a tone. I don't think some episodes would be way too whimsical. And then other ones would be way too melodramatic. It was just, yeah, it was just a fucking. I love began Barry Keown's career. He's doing well. Yeah, as a little um, scrote, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's the Joker. Yeah. The ultimate scrote. The Joker went on to be the number one scrote. Although the Joker, I don't know if he's much of a scrote, actually. Maybe the penguin's more of a scrote. Yeah. (laughs) Mad Hatter, no penguin. We'll give it to penguin, yeah. That's true, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what and he kills the cat in love hate. Anyway, he does. He kills a cat with a fucking tech nine or something. Yeah, yeah. we're digressing. Right, who's doing it? But did we even talk about your song? Yet? Girls night out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. So I think we're on to number four now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is when it gets really serious. Yeah. So uh, number four, I think, was one of the best posse songs that she's ever made, which is "I Got It." Yeah. Which is just fucking again, as exactly as you said, actually, like each feature on it just nails their performance yeah. like the way pablo sings at the end that that kind of like it's it's um well actually first off one of the best lyrics i've ever heard in a, in a from a feature in a song was so many offers on the table a bitch gotta eat on the yes. couch <laughs> i love that one actually i was did an interview with i think it was some irish website or whatever i can't remember what it was <laughs> and they asked me to t- say a lyric that i admire and i picked that one actually <laughs> did you yeah, actually that's a really good lyric Date, i got great time square it out like face Yellow tape around the body, but not measuring waistlines. Zero bucks the amount, zero bucks in your account. So many offers on the table, a bitch gotta eat on the couch. I But it's just that kind of like the, 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 it's just such a broody song. Like you listen to it and you're just like, where the fuck was this? And I remember when I saw it live, I brought a friend of mine mm. um, who didn't know any of Charlie's songs. Didn't yeah. know any. So it was in Berlin and 
the beat for uh, I Got It came on. She goes, mm. what the fuck is this? I was like, I've been telling you. Yeah. This is Charlie showing that she can do dabble in many different types of fucking uh, types of songs. But that was just like, even just the hoppiness to it as yeah. it's going. Like, Such but, a um, powerful intro. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Brooke Candy Slur Mob. Yeah. <laughs> Very, what an intro. <laughs> Such a powerful intro. But I just, I, the, one of the, I, I just, even the way that Charlie just sings, I got it, I got it, I got it. I yeah. got it. It's just so kind of like, like there's an element like a fuck you element to the whole Definitely. song yeah like i was thinking that she somehow she makes just like a like middle of the road like middle class english accent sounds yeah, so, so cool yeah. i'm like that's i don't think that's ever been done <laughs> like she like on paper she probably she speaks in like the similar way to like david mitchell or something <laughs> like that but she makes it sound cool i wouldn't go as far as to say david mitchell Maybe not, but you know what i mean like i don't know how she makes it sound. from peep show yeah <laughs> But you know what I mean? But somehow she just makes it sound so cool. And that that beat is probably there's, my favorite. There's, there's such, such a, it's such a dirty kind of like dirty, sexy, dirty, grindy dirty. song. Like it's oh, it's br- it's one of my it's one of my all time favorite Charlie songs. Obviously, it's on the list. But um, and that's such a powerful like the the riff the dam yeah. that one's <laughs> flipping amazing. Yeah. But uh, no, but like one of my, like just the, and I just love Pablo's verse at the end. Um, where is pa- Pablo's from Brazil? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So the just and it's in it's in Portuguese is actually yeah. as well. Yeah, it's just and it goes almost as like a Eurovision kind of a type Definitely, of shine yeah. to it. You're just like what the fuck? It's and, such an odyssey of a song. You but know then the, the that last like bang 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 part like where it just goes. <laughs> yeah, just, just blowing your headphones out. <laughs> it's so good. So good, it, that, and that's what like I think that's one of the, as I said on the last one. That's one of those kind of songs that just remind that just the level of fucking just ferociousness in a in a kind of a pop kind of environment. Almost. Yeah, but like that's not I wouldn't really call I got it a pop song, but I don't know what the fuck I'd call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it is very trap. Yeah, tra- yeah, trap. But like, yeah. yeah, I don't really know. It's very unique. Yeah, it's difficult <laughs> to pin down what you could possibly call it. Yeah. And just Brooke Handy as well. Did you ever listen to the song? Is it um? Uh, Ecstasy Triple X with Brooke Handy and Charlie XCX. I don't think so. That no. is one of the most vulgar songs <laughs> I have ever yeah, heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's Brooke Handy's the, whole the, thing. The, I think. the, uh, the chorus is Ecstasy Triple X. When I ride the D, I make it wet. Ecstasy Triple X. <laughs> Come so hard, I, le- I wet the bed. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> that is outrageous. First time I heard it was I was in Berlin and it was it was on in a place that I was in. I was just like, what is this? And then then Charlie comes on and her first line is like, pop, uh, pop, uh, Pop two now I'm peaking or something. Oh, I can't remember. I fucking. I think Brooke Candy seems disproportionately popular in Berlin. I know <laughs> friends of the pod, Owen and Alexi, saw her in uh, Berlin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess she does. She kind of fits the vibe of Berlin pretty well. Even though she's from, she's American. I think she's from maybe Houston or Atlanta, possibly. Yeah, I think it's kind of maybe the kind of the kind of relaxed attitude to sex and kind of ex- yeah. expressing yourself, kind of which is where berlin i think is one of the places where it's very much apparent that that's the <laughs> yeah lifestyle and she's the leader of this this dangerous terrorist organization the brook candy boop mob <laughs> i was too bur- be- beefing out all the swears to keep it clean <laughs> brook candy boop mob de- de- declared a hate group by the adl what really <laughs> no oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny oh my but yeah i got it is mind-blowing yeah good. it's good so we're on to- the lights we're on four- that's my fourth Fourth for me is claws. Like your mind, like your smile, like your eyes, I could die. Aeroplane, you are so fly, singing songs like Jeremiah. Party time, hop inside, we're so high, 
which is once again similar to uh, anthems from how I'm feeling now, and I think another Dylan Brady um, production. I think you're correct. Yeah, which is just really, really impressive song and really cute video and of its time video. Like it's just a song about like being happy or whatever. My boyfriend about, shot it at the time as well. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, and it's just like a yeah homemade lockdown thing with a nice green screen, <laughs> and it's just really nice. And I think it's kind of like the like that whole album i know that the hyper pop thing has been brewing for years but i think that that was like the solid arrival of like a pop hyper pop or like a, a popular hyper pop project mm. and since then there's been a lot of emulators it was up for the mercury award was it yeah it was up for the mercury award no way um and i remember like i was like it's definitely gonna win and my friend jamie was like are you fucking high <laughs> there's no way that's gonna you know win. Did win that year um i think it was the same year that the fontaines were up for it uh, wait, it was 2021. I'll check actually. Little Sims, maybe. Oh, Little Sims. Well, Little Sims Dave won it last year. Dave, I think it was possibly. I'll check now. But um, yeah, no, Claus is a fantastic song. Sorry, I completely yeah. cut across. No, it's really to. good. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good song. Really, really one of my favorites, and I like the um. Just, once just again, the, the, I know this is such a specific idea, but the snares on how I'm feeling now are just perfect. I think they might be from Sophie's sample pack which is available on Splice to all the producers out there wait what really yeah yeah like she basically uploaded a lot of her drum and like effect sounds to Splice oh that's amazing available. I didn't know she yeah. did that and since I've got it I'm just hearing it in so many people's songs in the background like you know that song that's on the radio at the moment like the Sam Smith and Kim Petras one the one mommy don't know daddy's getting hot I can't stand Sam Smith yeah. um, so no I don't know that one I, think, I like Kim Petras a lot I yeah. cannot stand yeah, yeah, Sam yeah, yeah. Smith I don't like them either to be <laughs> honest but it's like it's on the radio at the moment but there is Sophie drums in the background which i guess with the kim connection isn't that outrageous but then another one injury reserve used a lot of the producer parker corey uses loads of sophie drums yeah parker, parker corey yeah he's from injury reserve oh right okay yeah he uses loads of sophie drums too so i'm always just hearing it in the back and going oh. and yeah claws i think uses a lot of those types i'd of have to check too. that out because like i've been meaning to fucking use this i have oh. had this for years and i have I made a couple of songs off it and then just never did anything for with the it afterwards. For the at home, we got a beautiful keyboard. It's a like Mini Brute, Arturio Mini, mini Brute. No yeah, it's made for, so it has a thing on Is it called... Is it a MIDI controller or yeah, a software? Yeah, yeah. Oh, MIDI, yeah. yeah. But it has like a thing on it called Brute Factor so you can tune it like a normal synth and then you turn this thing up and then it sounds like you're at a fucking Mersbow show. So. Ah, <laughs> very cool. I remember when I bought... See, I didn't know. I went in and just like, mm. this one looks cool and it's in my budget. And the guy was like, you're getting a monster of a machine. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, what does that mean? He just goes, it's just it's just crazy what this thing can do. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know how to play it. So yeah, I got, yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. just me going, and I no got, way. had friends over and they were, I was like, uh, they were like, what's that? It's like, oh, do you want me to play a song? And they're just like, Pzzz. That's extremely <laughs> cool. Hell, you got to show me uh, what we you know when the, when the yeah, yeah, audio yeah, stops I'll, rolling. Well, I'll, I'll hook it up. Yeah, now they haven't. I don't have a MIDI controller anymore. It, oh, I yeah. used to have this shitty one, but it, it got broken. So I think I'm not able to plug it into that. I don't think. Anyway, we can. Hey, just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Claus, that's my yeah. pick for number four. Are we on now? four? Yeah. So, so top three. So apparently, uh, Arlo Parks won the Mercury Award. Oh yeah, in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, I think. Yeah. Um, which I don't think I've listened to. I listened to it at the time, and ah, uh, it's pleasant, but it wasn't. It didn't really. I didn't really stick with me that much, you know what I mean? So then Lil Sims must have got the 2022 one then. Yeah, I think so. She did get the Mercury Award, didn't she? I think so, yeah. What, what type of music is Arlo Parks? 
It's kind of like bedroom puppy relaxing. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Like be with Similar enough kind of to thing. me, I guess. You know, oh, right. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, we're on three. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, my third one, and I don't think it could be any other one, was uh, Vroom Vroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. it's just such a. To be honest, I think that's my my one as well. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> or it's my it's my second one. Second and three one. for me was Roll With Me, which we've already oh, covered. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> we can, we'll, we'll team up on Vroom Vroom. Anyway. My life, I've been waiting for a good time, a good time. It's just one of the so Vroom Vroom was my kind of first introduction of listening to Charlie with Sophie Beats. Yeah. And I just couldn't is it alright? Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Fine, yeah. But I just couldn't get over it. like it's just because it starts off as this like aggressive as shit's on and you're kinda like, What the hell's this? And yeah. it has and it's Charlie using her British accent, which as you said already is just yeah. kind of the cool. But then it goes into that just like that, oh my and you're just like, yeah. wait, what? It's like almost like a new song altogether. Mm. But I just I, I even love the kind of the cutesy like bitches no they can't like that kind of um almost like playground chanting kind yeah, of level yeah, to the yeah. song, which is these heavy as fuck mm. drums coming in. It's such a good song. Um, <coughs> the top comment on the music video for years was, this is the song where Charlie invented the gays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I swallowed weirdly. I've been so overpowered by the water? song. Do you want to drink water? I'm good, I'm good. I, I'm so overpowered <laughs> thinking about this beautiful song. I sound like the guy in SpongeBob. The chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> so the Vroom Vroom EP. Beautiful release from Charlie. But uh, yeah, that's not what I was thinking about is that it's uh, it's aged so well. Oh yeah, it's aged brilliant. Like yeah. it was so futuristic and forward thinking when it dropped. Mm. You know, like, and as you say, it was baffling when it dropped. It was bizarre. I was like, what is, what is this? How is this the same as the boom clap <laughs> lady? It was just so powerful, amazing, so futuristic. Like, I think maybe that's, aside from Sophie's like solo output, that's probably her best produced song, mm. maybe, you know, like the menacing claps in the double time, the rubbery kind of leads to come in. And as well, it's like, um, it's such a good song live. Oh, it's fantastic! But even yeah. that, like that one starts off that dun, 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 like that yeah. kind of like um, I don't even know what you would call that, but yeah, it just it just explodes as soon as it just goes into yeah. the Lab- Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, I saw Rina Sawayama a while back in the academy, and then oh, they wow. played that beforehand. It was even almost like as excited as any of like Rina's songs. The crowd was just like, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> It's definitely like a hundred percent overlap between Rena fans. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised it took them so long to collaborate. Me too, actually. Like yeah. A very long time. But uh yeah. Yeah. That was that's a good song too. The Which Beg one? for You. Oh Beg for You is a great song. But I the only reason why I don't have that is because it's it's basically a cover of that other song. It's a cover of oh what the fuck? Is it September is the name of the group that sings oh, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my number two. My three was roll with me. <laughs> and actually, to be honest, my number one is I Got It. Oh, where is it actually? Of, of all the, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can reveal now. 
<laughs> that's my favorite. It's such a good song. It's, it's unbeatable to me. I just can't think. Oh uh, well, of my, a track. my my, my I will, well, we'll go into it. But actually, one we'll do a actually, drum roll. Do you know? Actually, reveal. before we go into it, I just want to say because I was looking up today. Uh, how was the Vroom Vroom EP received when it first came out? Yeah, I think because it is very, enough. it's a very abrasive, v- like even yeah. like Secret and stuff is on, like Trophy is a fucking bizarre song. <laughs> yeah. Um, which it's it's all Sophie, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed actually. I got I got it on I got it on vinyl there last year. Got the got the uh, record store day yeah. version. I was like yes, <laughs> but um. It. What do you think Pitchfork gave it? The most pretentious music music oh. writing site in the world. I think I remember it being. Critics kind of were underwhelmed by it to an extent. I think I'd say Pitchfork gave it a six point five. They gave it a four point five. What? Yeah, that is yeah, heinous. Bashed it for real. Yeah, which is weird because True Romance heinous. got True Romance got best new album. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Goes to show you what? What did they know? Well, sure. They, they, they so also many. gave they gave Childish Gambinos because not camp because the internet like camp was like <laughs> something zero point three or something like that. <laughs> What the hell? And now like, they're just like Charles Campino is paving the way for a new form of hip hop. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah. off, you I dick. Know. The worst I ever saw was the Fragile by Nine Inch Nails got a two point six. What? And that's that. That was the follow up to a downward spiral. And that's like to, for me, I actually think the Fragile is better than the downward spiral. Don't hate yeah. me, but I just I I can't believe they gave that a four. 4.5 4.5 yeah and I think the poor Charlie as well because they probably would have I would have assumed when you're making something that different and something unique that you're kind of going like people are going to dislike it obviously then people are not going to hopefully critics will get it but hopefully critics will be like this is something new and it's like no this is shit what what was their reasoning what was I'll look up the article now I'll read the I'll I'll just read the headline out oh my god Um, I was very surprised when I saw it I Um, think Fantano I can't remember what he gave it. But. He he was mid about it. I th- I remember. Yeah. Um. He only started really liking Charlie. I think he liked. Did he like the mixtape, the pop two? I think he, he was loved mid on Charlie that as well. But that, that he think loved that was it. Charlie. Self titled yeah. was what really uh, really like won him over. Got an album of the year. I think. Yeah. I think he gave it album of the year. Uh, Room Room EP album review. So four point five produced entirely by PC Music Sophie. Charlie X's Room Room is pointedly uncommercial and abrasive. Why would you rate something bad because it's uncommercial? I, I've actually I've I've heard that with Pitchfork that the reviewer doesn't pick the rating, so there it's like the rating is a consensus from everyone who who's in the office who oh. works there. So that's why sometimes you'll see there'll be a positive review but a negative score, kind of, and vice versa. That's so weird. Which is, yeah, it's a weird system. So sometimes I've seen reviews and I'm like, why is this the score when that's a review? But I think that's apparently why. That's a terrible way of reviewing something, yeah, though. Because I remember, I think it was. Yay, the Yay album, one of Kanye's ones, was a really negative review, but a pretty positive score. And I was Googling why, and apparently that's it. Wait, the Donda album? No, the Yay album. The one that had that one that's like, I put my hand on the stool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what, a, what a crazy journey he's been on. Did you see him, did you see him walk out of... T- I saw just re- I don't listen to Tim, Tim Cook. Pool but Tim Cool or whatever. Yeah. Tim Pool, yeah. He just gets up and leaves because he won't say he won't say that but it's Jewish like people. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely absurd. Imagine being that like radicalized. So you're like, this guy doesn't hate Jews. I refuse <laughs> to be around him. 
<laughs> but you see, he's but he's now trying like, to he's trying to kind of rationalize it as like Jews had the the Holocaust, the Jewish people had the Holocaust, mm. and black people had slavery, and what the Jews Jewish people are now doing to black people. It's like no, that's no, that's not. Yeah, that's not a. a <laughs> I think he's been. You see, he's like uh, he was on the podcast and he was flying around with a. Uh, Nick Fuentes and Milo Ianopoulos. They're like, oh, for two, fuck's sake, Milo. Now. Yeah, he's back. And then Milo like was gone a long time gone, ago. I think he's, this is his like big gambit to get back in the he media. He supports pedophilia. I know, yeah, I know. And the Nick Fuentes guy is like another open Nazi, basically. Was that the guy that was on the Tim Pool one? The yeah, other guy? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, he's a complete guy. Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I just want to, how did Kanye get into this? Like, oh, what? He's, what possessed you? Yeah, like every time he's really just he goes he gets worse and worse. Like every time, like this has to be the end of it. He can't get worse than this. Well, he just does. the sl- the slave. It's weird. The slavery one. Slavery was a choice. I remember that happened. And yeah. I was just like, okay, Kanye needs to maybe get some counseling or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, um, I was like, and exactly as he said, it's like he can't really say anything more controversial than that. And it's like, no, he's just pretty. <laughs> it's. I think it is probably the most controversial thing you can say. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it probably is the most, though, like it's it's the one thing. Well, not even the one thing, but it's just like just guaranteed to make people discount whatever you're saying, when and you're, rightfully so. When you're when you're being corrected uh, for um, when you're being corrected like something like that by TMZ, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so absurd, and it's like he's so past the point because with a lot of the these like right wing grifters and stuff. Their like shtick is to recognize a real problem and then scapegoat another group. Like what you're seeing happening here with like the East Wall situation, yeah, where yeah. that's the, ridiculous, it's crazy. crazy yeah. Like they're recognizing that the housing crisis is an issue, but then they're pointing to the wrong people and saying, yeah. "Oh, immigrants are the reason, not because of our terrible government housing policy." You know, yeah. and but it's like Kanye isn't even that tethered to reality, where he's pointing at a rational problem. He's just like. What what is the issue that he's trying to resolve? But that's the thing, know? like for, like for, when with the Kanye thing, like I remember, I always thought that it was just him just trying to be controversial. Like you're, yeah. like I was like I was like he reminds like he does remind me of Milo and Gavin mm. McGuinness, where they yeah. kind of come out with these things that are like Gavin McGuinness said that what was it the problem in the Middle East is because they're all immigrant like the whole of yeah, all of it's yeah, immigrant. Yeah, yeah. I was just like. Well, but like, I don't think he actually believes that. Do you no, mean I think he's a troll? But, or he and knows then I used to think, to. yeah, I used to think that that was Kanye's thing. I was like, no, Kanye's actually he's just fucking mental at the moment. Yeah, he is literally just mental. <laughs> he's too many yes men around him. Yeah, Gavin McGinnis. That's a that's a name I haven't heard in a while. I forgot oh, about him. He was the Vice founder. He was fine advice. I remember watching a film of his called How to Be a Man. Oh um, yeah, I was, remember that. Yeah. I, I think I and I think I enjoyed it when yeah, I watched me too, it. Yeah, because I was like thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "This is badass." This I watched, guy rules. I watched it with my girlfriend at the time. And we both thought it was very funny. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, well, dumb. Yeah, well, it was because yeah, th- I think that that was like that had more of a. It was like purposely. It was t- I thought funny, it was ton, like, ton and cheek so, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, but, yeah, yeah. I think he's a guy, as you're saying, that he doesn't have like convictions. He's just a grifter. He just yeah. knows that he can get in an audience and develop these things where people like Kanye or even like Nick Fuentes I think that they do genuinely they're just hateful people (laughs) you know what I mean I remember Gavin McGuinness was on one last thing about these dickheads but he was on Joe Rogan and even Joe Rogan was going like I don't think he because he went out for a piss and Joe Rogan turned to Jamie and he goes I don't think he believes a word of what he's saying (laughs) yeah like like, I don't he's like I don't believe that he believes what he's saying exactly yeah yeah yeah. but uh, number two pick um, just because 
it has always had a special place in my heart mm-hmm. was track 10 Yeah, um, that was such a beautiful song, and it's such a fantastic closer to the album. I wasn't aware that it it's a it's beat is based off a track sim song. No way. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's, it's so. It's not like so. What I read recently was that it originally was an unfinished song. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of mixed, they mashed it up with the track sim song. Oh. And then released it, but then it also got re-released again with Lizzo yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on Charlie. But um, I, I think it's just a fantastic love song, like just a really yeah. beautiful. I love, I just, and I just love the way it kind of just. I get, I like, I, I hate using the word, but crescendos at the end, just this it kind does, of just. Yeah. But um, there, there's, some, there's such beautiful uh, there's like some, atmospheric. Yeah, it's very ethereal, kind of like it's just a lovely, delicate, but still very much has that kind of PC element to it, the kind yeah. of loudness of it. And um, that's like the production on that is like. A lot of these songs I'll listen to and I'll be like thinking how I could emulate it or like what synths did they use? And that's one thing I just don't even know how they (laughs) did it. You know what I mean? It just sounds like it just appeared fully formed. I don't know what steps that they went to to make it sound so beautiful. Oh, I've had so many nights sitting sitting in my bed just going, this is such a beautiful song. (laughs) Yeah. That's an amazing one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did like, uh, and just it has that like, I love when Charlie does that kind of like the singing very fast kind of thing with it. Yeah. But even just the kind of like almost ghost like, I do, the like the high pitched, uh, yeah, the come in behind her like regular vocal. No, I, I, it's a beautiful, I just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. I wish when she played it live, she didn't do the Lizzo version. Yeah, um, me too. I wish it was more the kind of the, the old one. I'm not. A, I'm not actually a fan of the Lizzo version, to be honest. It's yeah, kind of just not, because it's I think not it's one just, of my favorites either. I think it's just because this, the original was so sentimental to myself, like that. Yeah. That, that that kind of I was just like, wait a minute, you've made it a a pop banger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember we, me and uh, once again, friend of the pod, Owen Forge, and <laughs> our other friend Hannah were in Cologne, and when we were there, Lizzo was playing. And we're like, oh, that'll be fun. We, we went to see her. And then we found out that the day, like the next day where we're heading back, Charlie XCX was playing in the same venue. And then we're like, oh, oh like, no I wish. And as well, Cologne is where Kim Petras is from. So I kept thinking like, maybe, I don't know if she did in the end, but maybe uh, she'll come out of the gig. I forgot that Kim Petras was German. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's another uh, actual, because she's so like, I guess because her English is so good. Like she yeah, yeah. doesn't really sound that that German. Yeah. Um. No, but, what was it? Uh. Oh, then, oh, yeah, the next one. Sorry. Oh, is this your number one? It's my number one, yeah. Okay, let's do a drum roll. The, 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 the big announcements. So my number one, I genuinely think it's one of the best pop songs ever made is Gone by Charlie X. Yeah, It's just, it's been my, I think it's been my number one song for the last four years. Just everything about it. It has this absurdly clean production. Like the production on it is fucking nuts. Yeah. But it's also one of those ones that I think it's one of the best kind of uh, yeah. What you call it Fe- has the best kind of feature playing off each other. Like her and Christina's, mm. uh, Christine's vo- uh, vocal harmonies together yeah. are phenomenal. And it's also like one of the songs that like 
lyrically when you're listening to it it's like oh this is such a fun song it's just it's very catchy and it's, yeah. but it's also quite kind of a sad like if you listen to it it's quite a kind of trying to find yourself definitely, type of thing yeah. yeah very meaningful thing but that's, um that's definitely vocal performance it's probably charlie's strongest vocal performance oh yeah i'd say and chris like i, I i'm not that familiar with Chris's solo work, but from what I've heard, it's probably it's very one good. Of, one of their best as well. Really, really good. I feel so unstable. Fucking hate these people. How are they making me love? They making me love. Yeah. Why do we keep when the water runs? Why do we love if we're so mistaken? Why do we leave when the chase is done? Don't search me. Yeah, no, but it's just like I, I remember the first time I listened to it was like this is I don't think I, I, I as a huge Charlie XX stand I was like I don't know how she's going to top this song it's just yeah. as as a pop song like there's obviously different levels to Charlie in terms of like what she what the, the t- styles that she dips her foot into but my god gone was like I was like this is the one the best pop songs I've ever heard it's up yeah. there with Believe with by Cher for me to be yeah, honest yeah <laughs> I think so actually really really good yeah I actually didn't I don't know why that didn't make it to my list I think, yeah, I don't know why. I think I, because I'd kicked it off with Next Level Charlie in my head. It was like, oh, that's that album here, like, represented. But <laughs> yeah. you're right. I, that should have probably been on my list, too, because it's an, an amazing, it, amazing. It just had these, like, beautiful, lush synths that come in and everything. I just, uh, I, from start to finish, and then just the even, like, I remember it was a friend of mine compared it to. Steve Aoki at the end when it goes the, oh, the, yeah. the key the key and it's just like it's not like Steve Aoki but like even that like yeah. little closer to it is like and it's a great question where do we keep, keep the, when wa- the water runs <laughs> you know what it's so true do you know I remember actually I'm gonna give a quick shout out to there's a friend of mine who just mindlessly hates Charlie XCX <laughs> just mindlessly hates her and uh, there's been a few times now where I've caught her bopping. To oh, his really? son. I'm just like you. I fucking saw yes. you. And this, this was one and, of them. And what, what, what's her reason for? for she this just life? thinks she's terrible. By the way, hello Emma. Shout out to Emma. Oh <laughs> That's her. God. What? Hopefully I'll say this pod will change your mind, Emma. You know, let's change your mind. She here. might. Her and her friend what? just mindlessly hate her. And we were at the George the other the other night. And I saw her fucking bopping, and I was yeah. like, "Do you know what you're bopping to?" And she goes, "Shut up!" And I was just like, "No!" I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" That was a Charlie song. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like the iconic pop song. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah! I forget that that's her song. Yeah, actually. she wrote. Well, she wrote all the lyrics for it. I think yeah. Iconic Pop did the music, but she wrote the but lyrics. I think she's her vocal is mixed in with their vocal on the chorus. I think. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. So oh. I think she actually is singing. Remember that video that went viral of her performing in in Germany? Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought the song was big in Germany. Yeah, I thought this was fucking big in Germany, <laughs> man. You what? <laughs> when I saw her in Berlin, she said that and started laughing. She oh, just, really? yeah, she she said. That. Did she do do that song? Yeah, she did that. She did that. She was doing it. She goes, "Come on, I thought this song was big in Germany." Then you can just hear her go, <laughs> "No way!" Ah, oh, hell yeah. But yeah, no, Gone. I remember because Gone, I think, was the song right where I really started going crazy. Like, really started being like, "Oh my god, she is the best pop star yeah. ever." 
And Zach was just like, I just don't get it. He goes like, I, I haven't. Seen, I was like, okay. I was over at Zach's. I'm going to go show you gone. And he goes, is it a sexual thing? And I was like, no, it's not a sexual thing. I mm. do think she's fantastic. And then of course the is music. It a sexual and, and then thing? he goes, did you just fancy her? I was like, no, 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 no. It's like I genuinely think that she's one of the best musicians going at the moment, and is certainly one of the most over uh, underrated musicians. Yeah. But I put on the music video for Gone, which in hindsight was a terrible idea. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's her and Christine just yeah. naked on a car. Nothing sexual going on here. It's completely with the sparks flying and everything. Obsession. But Zach was Zach starts laughing. He goes, "How is it not a sex thing?" Yeah. <laughs> it's completely chased. <laughs> it is. Yeah, actually, for me, it is almost completely chased. I don't know why, but I just. Like obviously she's like great, like gorgeous looking and so on. Yeah. But and and her music is very overtly sexual. But I don't think that is what draws me to the music either. <laughs> I think if anything, for me, the things that stand out most to me that I like is like her ear for production, and her like bringing in such a wide cast of collaborators yeah. to all like flourish in their own right. Like she's like the center of that scene almost, you know. I yeah, I for me like as as I never was a sex. It really wasn't a sex thing, which I used to get very annoyed when people claimed that it was. It was like really? it's it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. not. Um, it's just it's just the kind of the I can never use. I have to concentrate when I say this word variety. Yeah, variety. <laughs> I can't say that word in normal sentences. Variety. I have. To, I don't know why it's yeah, one word. You know like what? I've never <laughs> thought about that, but it is a difficult one actually. Variety. But she just the way that she can just put herself in these kind of different mm. modes like even like sucker i know it's not exactly a huge fan favorite yeah. but it's like to try and do an alt pop uh alt yeah. punk pop, uh, pop punk album mm. just uh, just just to try it was fucking yeah. and, and it's, it's decent very fun. i don't want to break the rules that is her fun. least favorite song yeah i think i saw her she, saying she, that she doesn't like that song at all i can see why because it is very like obviously it's very childish and but like at the time, I was like, "This." Is oh, I love that. I still yeah. like that song. Do you and know then, what's the one song that she that that's in her discography that she hasn't written? That's in her like. Oh no! Wait, boys, I think is the one that she did. Oh, she did. She didn't write boys. Oh right, yeah, that makes sense because it's very I'm doing yeah. like some like writing writing type stuff like with the publishing and the things and then mm. like boys. That's definitely the type of song that they'd look for, like something <laughs> with like a really clear cut. But easily applicable, yeah, 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 topic that a lot of musicians could could do, you know, what because I mean? it is like it's her talking about like trying to sleep with as much, well, not sleep with much, just just loving being with guys yeah. and that kind of stuff. And it's like it if you know that's not her, you're kind of just like actually she doesn't normally sing about that stuff. Yeah, she, she doesn't normally like the, this. Yeah, not really. Actually, not, yeah. yeah, she more just sings about enjoying like going to enjoying dancing or yeah. enjoying <laughs> being in the club or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that that probably is her most. Well, tread topic, just being in the club. Anthem. Yeah, 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 exactly. She, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't really have that much boy, songs for about liking boys. Mm. Yeah, that is a good one, though. Yeah, it didn't quite make my list either, but I do. Really I was like so tempted to put it on. Uh, Amazing uh, video. Oh, the video is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the amount of people that are in it that like you're kind of like, wait, Mac what? Like, Mac DeMarco's in Stormzy, it. Stormzy. Ollie Marcus. Sykes is in it from Bring oh, the Horizon. No and way. so is uh, Frank Carter the the from... Gallows. Oh, yeah. That used to be in Gallows. Yeah, he's in it as well. Every every boy is He's the candles guy. Oh Chick- yeah. I think Nick Jonas, I think, is in it too. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a boy there's every boy is represented <laughs> in that video. Every demographic of boy. Is there any Irish boy in the video? No, I don't well, think so. Well if it was so. done nowadays, Paul Meskel would be in it. Pro- yeah. <laughs> I saw After Sun the other day. It's good. Flick, really good. Really yeah. sad actually. Oh good. Very like <laughs> melancholy or whatever, but I still haven't seen normal people. Really, yeah. 
My mum watched it. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I remember like she was out watching it. I was just like, are you watching this because there's a willy in it? And she goes, no. <laughs> no. And I was no, like, you fucking, you're you. so transparent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You absolutely yeah. are. <laughs> there's a... Uh, I I had a, my my song with Tebby Rex is in in the Debs scene. Is it actually? Yeah, yeah, it's in the no Debs scene. But it's very uh, it's very low on the mix. You gotta really put your ear up to the TV because there's like dialogue over it or whatever, you know. That's but awesome. The, it's at the Debs scene, yeah. <laughs> so we'll we do a quick run through of the top ten again just before we. Yes, absolutely. So I'll do mine first here because I have it here. So my top ten was Hot Girl at ten, nineteen ninety nine at nine, Out of My Head at eight, Roll with Me at seven, Dreamer at six. Five at Anthem, I got it at four, Room Room at three, Track 10 at two, and Gone at one. I'm still just like, oh, there's some stuff that I could take off and maybe put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess for me, this it won't be as seamless reading this out as you want, because as I said, I've, I've organized this document <laughs> terribly. But uh, <laughs> for me, number 10 was Next Level Charlie. Number nine was Taxi. Number eight was New Shapes. Number seven was Shake It. Um, six was Anthems five was Girls Night Out four was Claws three was Roll With Me two was Room Vroom and one was I Got It I got it so good yeah <laughs> really really good it's difficult for me yeah I, it was easy to I, easier to pick what songs made the list and order the ones that oh, were Oh, ordering on the list. it was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I said it to my sh- sister, who's a huge fan. She was like, Why is Roll With Me? Because Roll With Me was originally at nine. And she's like, Why is it at nine? Did she do a list as well? No, we should have got her to do a yeah, list. Yeah, She'll yeah, yeah. She's going to be on the podcast this week. So I maybe can this can just become the theme of the podcast. <laughs> just start EXEX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every episode, can, people can just rank <laughs> the songs. Could be a good new theme. Why? Well, I don't think people. I don't think a few. I, th- I think it'd be very selective about who I could get on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Do you know of anybody else that 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 that, that would be is a big fan? Is a big oh, Charlie. Oh, uh, there has to be some. There has to be another. Uh, well, Alexi's meant to come on soon. Oh yeah, but she's I, a fan. Yeah, she's a fan. Yeah. Um, I have to. Why well, I'm gonna blur? I'll cut that out because I have to. No, do, no. I won't. Do you have a theme for Alexi's one, or is it I'm going to be getting it? a tattoo from her. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was she was saying. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just have to save up for it. Is the issue? But oh I, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. I did. I got the a leg one recently. It was quite sore. I think upper body is less sore. In my opinion. Mine's gonna be right fucking there. That's the sorest place. People say. <laughs> Barrett's just point to his ribs there for the <laughs> listeners on, which is people say that's the source. I think I was right? talking to a guy who's a tattoo artist, and he, he's like, he, I was like, is that a bad idea? And he goes, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I think it's quite a generally considered the most <laughs> painful place. Maybe the like the foot or the hand probably sore. But it's like, oh, well, or like the inside, the palms. Oh, I the palm, yeah, yeah. Oh. Maybe the neck as well. I think I'd, I'd rather. I'd rather ribs than neck, but that's probably just because of I don't want a neck I tattoo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want a neck tattoo I, I, either. I, I want to be. I want to remain as employable as I, possible. I'm, I'm still <laughs> struggling to get in the, the you employment and me both, brand, man. You know. <laughs> Do you know? I saw a guy in was it Izakaya, and he came up to me and he was looking. If he was trying to get me to buy yokes off, and I was like, "Man, leave me alone." Yeah. But he, I just noticed that he had this huge terribly drawn <laughs> swan tattoo oh, on, his, on, yeah. a, on his or a dove on his neck that's flipping bad. and I was kind of looking at it just going like and my, my, I mean it was really bad like it was cle- <laughs> it was clearly like the Indian ink and the fountain oh, pen job no. and I was on, on his on neck. neck and it kind of it went like here it went like so it was like it started oh, off in the front of his neck and no. went around the side and it was huge and I went and it was like 
was like, uh, <laughs> how, and I was trying not to say like that's a shit tattoo, but yeah. I was like, I was like, that must have been sore, wasn't it? He goes, yeah. He goes, my girlfriend's just got into tattooing, so I let her do that. That was her. Oh fir- that was her first God. one, and I just went on the neck though, yeah. and I kept saying like, because I was, I was just like, take it on back the neck, yeah. and he was like, yeah, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> like, why? Oh my god! Right off the bat, that's a very confident man. He was the guy that he was—he was selling yokes, and one guy was like, "I have no cash," and he was like, uh, and, "And your man goes, I take Revolute," and he goes, "Do you actually?" He goes, "Yeah, twenty-first century man." Ah, <laughs> oh, hell yeah! This is a modern guy. That's a mo- well, you'd have to really, wouldn't you? You'd have to. It's a modern age. Who's ever selling to would be fucked when they get that phone off. Of yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really modern age, yeah. you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that beginning with the neck. Yeah, I'm a big neck tattoo. <laughs> That's flipping outrageous. But sure, we'll finish it up there, I guess. We'll finish um, on the neck Thank you so much theme. for coming over, man. Oh, thanks for so, having me. No what problem. a chat. It's such a good chat. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, knuckle tap now. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll just make that an awkward little thing. <laughs> That's the sound. That's the, that wasn't even my mouth making that. That's just the knuckles when they touch. I'll put in an explosion oh, sound yeah. effect. When I, <laughs> I know you're gonna dig this. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode for this week. I just want to give a quick thank you to Jake slash Local Boy for coming on the podcast. It's always a pleasure having him. Uh, make sure to check him out on Instagram at Local Boy Three Thousand, and make sure to check out his music on Spotify, where his latest album is up there, Local Boy Climbs the Ladder, which is a fantastic album. I'd highly recommend giving it a listen. And I just want to say I got my Spotify rap results this week and they really blew my mind. I couldn't get over the stats that I saw. Um, So thank you so much for everybody who supported the podcast and continues to support the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the full episode. And I hope you have a lovely week.